chill. You need to cool that shit out. And that's the double truth, Ruth. What's going on, everybody? I am Brian Matthews, your host, and this is Confessions of an Ugly Black Man. Look, I try to stay out of it. I, I try to sit on the bitch on this one. But just like Popeye is famously known for saying, that's all I can stands, I can't stands no more. Or I could even go like the Gloria Evans. Damn, damn, damn. Like, I could do that, but uh, I'm not. Yeah, that not really fit, but... Um, I just played a clip, if you didn't hear the clip, it's from the 1989 movie, Do the Right Thing. Now, in this movie, at the end of the movie, or I guess you could say the plat, not the plateau, but the apex, <laughs> yeah, the apex of the movie is when uh, Radio Rahim is choked unconscious, well, choked to death, and I, and I kind of want to use that, not necessarily metaphorically, but as, as a statement saying, you know what, even though it was in the movie, it was a cop choking a, a, uh, a civilian so to speak choking a young man and which leads me to believe that potentially these chokes have been taught they may not have been used or uh deemed lawful to use but i do believe stuff like that's been choked but i'm not going to dig too deep into that because i do have friends that are law enforcement that don't want to be too offensive and speaking about things i really don't know once again it's conjecture it's just an assumption that's all it is, just an assumption. But today, today I want to talk about something that maybe, maybe you guys aren't really paying attention to. And I know it's kind of happening on the late show because even though I jumped on this at 4 o'clock this morning, it's been all over the news. But you know what? Most of y'all watching that stupid little cat on Facebook and the girl yelling at the cat, y'all not paying attention to what's going on. Or you're looking at, oh, the looters, you know, getting their come up or what have you. All of this in the name of uh, George Floyd and his death, you know, Godspeed, my brother, rest in peace. Here's the thing. I always tell you, especially on my controversial podcast, smoking mirrors, my friend, smoking mirrors. There's nothing that, I guess like, what was it, Transformers, uh, more than meets the eye in this situation. You people are easily distracted by what you are seeing, but not really paying attention to what's being said. For example, our president, Donald Trump, said in a speech, you have to dominate. If you don't dominate, you're wasting your time. Not control, mind you, but dominate. These are strong words. Trump continued, this kind of violence has happened before. It has had happened numerous times. And the only time it's successful is when you're weak. And most of you are weak. This is a key indicator, my friends. This is a key indicator that the president is posturing for a more military intervention. And if you've been watching the news, he's already made it very clear. But before that, he was prepping it by certain language that he was using. He also tweeted, and here's the language. It, it's, how can I put it? He also tweeted that these people are thugs and are dishonoring the member of George Floyd. Calling names. And calling names is basically not saying a thug is dehumanizing somebody, but it's giving you an idea of this person is not lawful, therefore they need to be dealt with in a lawful manner. You take care of thugs that way. You don't talk to thugs, you arrest thugs, you put them on the ground, you contain thugs. This is what we're talking about here. The thing about it is, he's making the comments, i.e. looting and shooting. The looting and shooting coming basically, you keep looting, we're gonna start shooting. Are you, are you really listening to this thing? 
This is an incitement of violence. People, not your understanding. Twitter tried to do something, but once Twitter said they were going to, they, they flagged it because they said this wasn't a sign of violence. Trump fired back using his position. Once again, that's a to me, it's a compromise because he's he's using his position to override a communication source that's for anybody else would be taken down. If y'all, for my true followers, and there's a couple of you, my true followers, you would know that I made I made conversation of this a while back. When I compared Donald Trump to Senator Palpatine, for my, my you know Star Wars nerds, you know what I'm talking about. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> let me explain. Basically, he created a plan, started a war, put himself in a position of power, kept the power, and then we all know what ended up, ended up happening, okay? All the Jedi got killed except for like two or three. Only thing I can tell you is this. I'm not the only one. Books have been written about how these things actually happen, but I can't go into that right now because you know why? Man, check out these words from my sponsor. Uh, I know you're saying, Brian, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're just making these things up. You're, you're one of these guys who like to just keep the, the shit going, so to speak. No, that's not the case. Because generally, it's a process of how things unfold. And according to Chapter 10 of The Road to Serfdom by F.A. Hayek, the very first thing you have to look at is in the first instance that it's probably true that the smarter you are, the less likely you're going to just buy into anything. You're not really going to believe what they're saying, you know. So if we wish to find a high degree of uniformity and similarity or of outlook, we have to descend to the regions of the lower moral intellectual standards where the more primitive and common instincts have taste prevail. Basically, when you're smart, you're, you're, you're I'm not saying you're smart because there's a lot of people who have common sense that are very analytical and say hey this ain't right but what they're saying is not everybody thinks on those lines and trump has already shown that that he is already pitting people against each other and i'm not gonna say that the people that he's actually choosing to i guess side with or have him side have them side with him are not as smart it's pretty questionable though very very questionable here's number two here comes in the second negative principle of selection. He will be able, meaning Trump, he will be able to obtain the support of the docile and gullible. That's what we're talking about, not so smart. Who have no strong convictions of their own, but are prepared to accept and ready-made system of values if it is only drummed in their ears. Sufficiently loudly and frequently. So, you know, you got to keep pounding in their head. You know, the more you say it, the more they're going to believe it. It will be those whose values are vague and imperfectly formed ideas are easily swayed and whose passions and emotions are really aroused who will thus swell to the ranks you know basically dominions and yeah they're not so smart dominions aka the white supremacist this is what we're looking at so once again the smarter you are the less likely you're, you're going to fall into it. And generally, if you ever know how they do it, they usually kill the really smart people, the people they feel that's going to be a threat. And sometimes when you have nothing to believe in and you want to believe in something, this is one of those people that step into it. And here's the third. You, you'll like this one. The third and perhaps the most important negative element of selection enters. It seems to be almost a law of human nature that it is easier for people to agree on a negative program on the hatred of an enemy on the envy of those better off see that's saying the poor are mad at the rich you, you feel what i'm saying or they're saying that maybe the uh, uneducated people 
think another people are getting more preferential treatment and they resent that. And that kind of builds bonds between people or similar people or people of similar thought process. Now, the contrast between the we and they, the common fight against those who outside the group seems to be an essential ingredient in any creed which will solidly knit together a group form, a common action. It is a consequence always employed by those who seek not merely support of a posse, but the unreserved allegiance of huge masses. And well, this was the start of the Germany's creation of the Tartan regime, i.e. Charlottesville 2017, Trump tweets, find people on both sides. Now, Biden said in his announcement in a video last week, you know, referring to um, the fine people on both sides, he's assigning a more equivalence between those spreading hate and those who would encourage to stand against it. You understand what I'm saying? We are already setting battle lines, and he's been doing that since his, before he even became president. That was just, that is just how we set it up. Because I know I went to sleep, Hillary's went and I woke up, we had a new president, his name was Trump. I was like, what the deuce? It's crazy. Now, as an explanation, right, it's hard for me to, I guess if you speak at a high level, which I'm not that smart of a guy. I got some intelligence, I went to school. But I like things broken down to me when I call Barney style. So, you know, I like to throw a little example. So basically, I went out, I was down in San Antonio somewhere, you know, I'm not going to say it was a hood or anything, because it wasn't really a bad neighborhood, but... I went down there and I picked up a pit bull puppy. I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't know if any of the other dogs survived, but this one did. He was a little blockhead, I like this dad. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be a great dog. So we take him to uh, PetSmart to go get the things that you need for a puppy because the dog was flea infested. I'm like, oh my God. So he's walking on the floor, you know, he's, he's doing the puppy thing. So this other guy walks in, he's got a uh, blue pit bull. Much bigger than mine. He's not a bully style bow leg or anything like that, but you know, he's, he's a good looking dog. So this third party's like, man, that's a real pretty dog. And then he looks at me, he looks at my dog. Oh, your dog looks good too. And I had to pause for a second. I'm thinking, dude, that's not a compliment. That's an actual freaking insult. <laughs> what? And then as if you really owe me an explanation of why you want to say my dog looks good too. Get the freak out of here, man. That doesn't make any sense. That's not a freaking compliment, dummy. It's not. So I, I use that as a saying is like, well, there are good people on both sides. He's not complimenting that. It's, that's not something he's saying. There are good people on both sides. He's just saying that to keep himself out of hot water. But when in reality, we know exactly what he's saying. Thank you very much for my people, my skinhead people, my supremacist people. Thank you for your vote. All right. That's what he's saying. So, yeah, you, you, you kind of say, well, Brian, that's a kind of a stretch. It might be a kind of stretch, but coming out and saying, after all the violence, they're verifying people. Get the freak out of here, man. I'm not buying it. So it's easy to say that we are moving into a potential phase two. Washington, United States, Monday, which is June 1st. Uh, Donald Trump said that he was deploying thousands of heavily armed soldiers and police to prevent further protests in Washington, where buildings in Miami have been vandalized near the White House. What happened in the city last night was a total disgrace. This is what Donald Trump said. He said, none, he did, I don't know why he does it so grandioso, but he does this in the nationwide address. They were throwing tear grass at the uh, 
peaceful protesters, you know, in the streets nearby. And I even heard of the fact that he had used the military to move people a peaceful protest so he could go into a church and take a picture with a Bible. You know, who knows? Hey, we already know the devil was an angel at one point. Go figure. Now, way the, that Trump is doing this, the way he's setting everything up, okay? First of all, he comes out by saying, I'm dispatching a thousand of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, and vandalism, assaults, and this, this destruction of property. He denounced all the acts of domestic terror. So that's a key word. When you call something domestic terror, you think of terrorism, you think of Osama bin Laden. That's, that's, that's what you're thinking. You're fixating on that is wrong. That is evil. So now we are devaluating or devalidating. Yeah. Now we're devalidating American people. Think about it. Now, after nationwide protests against the death of the unarmed African American George Floyd in police custody, this is just it erupted. It erupted probably more than what people anticipated. Now, some probably knew and prepared for it. It maybe came faster than they thought it would. And to me, I was just surprised. Okay, I mean, why are you? Okay, I got it. You want to protest? Fine, but why are you looting San Antonio? Why are you looting Austin? Didn't happen here. You know what I'm saying? What about Breonna Taylor? No looting, right? Ahmad, no looting, right? All the people before this, there were no looting. There were no protests, okay? So what makes this time, what makes this very moment significant? Now we want to loot. Now, the simple fact of the matter is, if you look at it, you have to, if you want to devalue something, you have to, affect or affix something negative to it and that's what they're doing so with that being said now that we're talking about um people are are doing stupid things you know like looking at the cats memes and all that stuff they're, they're, they're stopping that now they're saying oh looting but they're not thinking about why all this is happening or how it all happened all they're saying is people want to come up and now everything that's being done is listed as domestic terrorism when you say terrorism now trump has already stated that he's going to enact the military check this out president trump is citing a 213 year old this is the law here the insurrection act of 1807 as his legal authority there is a long tradition of not wanting the military to be used you know as a federal constituent in the united states you know due to federal constitutional rights now this comes from a Sekarina Parkish, which is not just butcher that name. <laughs> He's actually a professor of law at the University of Virginia. And uh, when you're talking about focus of power, and when you have the media, you have the military, you have the might, this is when things go bad. Control the media, control the masses. If y'all haven't been getting down with the program, listen to these podcasts. I'm, I'm giving you the information so when the stuff happens, you can't say you didn't know it was coming. I mean, if you're sitting on Facebook looking at that stupid cat and that girl yelling at the cat, then yeah. Or the people doing the TikTok all over the place. Yeah. Distractions. Smoking mirrors, my man. Smoking mirrors. Now, typically, you have to look at it this way. And I, I'm just being real. You think the quarantine was painful? You think these, these curfews that were so hard 
I know I broke the curfew a couple of times. Come get me. Oh, no. Trust me. When you, if the United States declare martial law, we're talking about a totally different animal, something totally different altogether. Be, be that guy and break curfew. Find yourself in Guantanamo Bay. Maybe not as bad, but I'm pretty sure there's a pretty bad places like Leavenworth or whatever. Now, you're saying, well, well, what is martial law, Brian? Well, martial law is an imposition of direct military control over normal civil functions or suspension of law or civil law by the government, especially in response to a temporary emergency where the civil forces are overwhelmed, i.e. the police. Typically, this imposition of martial law is accompanied by curfews, suspension of civil rights. Hear me? Suspension of civil rights, civil law, and habeas corpus. I mean, police can't, they're not going to arrest you. They're going to detain you. Now, here's the thing. You may not be in the military, but when martial law is declared, you are subject to whatever tribunals they put in place. So what that means in most part, man, if the military gets involved to this degree, this is nothing more than another incitement of more violence and anti-government sentiment. That's all it is. And this could potentially lead into one of those third world country scenarios, you know, when like uh, serious like gassing their people or, or bad things happen in you know, different parts of Africa. And then, oh, guess what? Here goes the United States. Yeah, we're going to go in land, blah, 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 protect the interests of the United States. Bullcrap. One, there's not going to be a United Nations to come save us. And I mean us as Americans. Who's going to let the United Nations come into the United States? That's not happening. That's the stuff we do. So you got to think about that. You got to think about that. So I was watching the video the other day. Somebody posted on Facebook. Yeah, I was on Facebook. Somebody posted on Facebook where this little young black guy was berating a soldier, which kind of kills me is why you want to berate the black soldier? It could be a Hispanic soldier. It could have been a white soldier, but he wanted to berate the black soldier. I mean, I know why. I'm just not going to go say it in this context. I know why he was doing it. And I'm like, he's thinking that the reason why that the guy is not putting his hands on him is because his sergeant or his dog handler hadn't released him. And that's not it, because the simple fact of the matter is in the military, you are guilty until proven innocent. And military military courts a little bit harder than civilian because all they they don't have to find you guilty of everything. This guy finds you guilty of one thing, disarm discharge. Bye. See you later. Watch your pension. You're done. So he's probably winning. You know, if I hit this dude, then I could potentially lose my career. So that's what he's thinking of. So no, it wasn't the fact that he was being held back by discipline. It wasn't the fact that he was being held back by a sergeant. It's the fact that he was being held back with common sense. However, if there was a different situation or he was in a in a century mode, meaning he was standing a post and he felt that he was being threatened. Oh, that young dude, the chickness in his mouth, formerly known as his teeth, would be on the ground crying and trying to like police up whatever blood is spilled out of his face because a can of whoop ass would have been open on him. See, what the American people have not on this soil actually run into are a trained American soldier. That's what they have run into. Other countries understand it. And okay, I'll throw an example out there. So everybody knows I was in the military. If not, you know now. I was in the military and I was, we were out, we were doing something out of school. And my soldiers, they were a little cocky, a little arrogant. They were walking around. We're doing, we had a patrol up, we had our guards out. And uh, 
the little Iraqi girls were, were flirting with my soldiers. Now, were my soldiers being professional? No, they weren't because they were flirting back, which was pissing the Iraqi dudes off. So I'm standing outside. Now, I'm not going to say what position I was standing. I was just putting myself in that where I couldn't be sniped or anything like that. Side story. But I'm sitting outside, and there's these two Iraqi dudes. They walk by me, and they're like mean mugging me. I'm like, okay, guy, first of all, I'm not the one you should be mean mugging. You want mean mug? Mean mug when the soldiers were getting all the attention from your girlfriends. And then the, they walk back by, but the second time they walk by, they walk by closer as if he wanted to shoulder check me. I was like, okay, come back around one more time. And sure enough, he was pushing that button because he's thinking, I'm going to push this because he can't shoot me. And as he came close, I had my gunner turn the weapon at both of them. Okay, it was a 240 Bravo. And he was pointing at him like, what you gonna do, champ? And I looked at him, and just like in Tombstone, how he touched that trigger, I did the same thing. I looked at him, and then I smiled. I love Tombstone. And I smiled. And he said, you know what? Maybe these aren't the ones to mess with. Turned around and walked away. But see, Americans haven't ran into a, a lot of the military people, Air Force, Marines, you know, Army, of course, have been deployed more than one time, have been deployed in combat zones, are trained in hand-to-hand combat. I have myself trained with the United Nations Command and learned how to de-escalate people or situations in a manner that didn't cause any loss of life. I mean, you might have got scuffed up by hitting the ground pretty hard, but at least you get to walk away got to walk away and you know those of us who spent you know many occasion on that beach with no water we're ready you dig we're ready and i'm not i know i sound pro-military i'm not pro-military i mean i am pro-military but i'm just telling you these are the consequences that you're looking at when you sit there antagonize someone like that you get you just don't know but hey fortunately for him somebody was videoing fortunately for him hey he got to walk away he looked like a billy badass I think he was really stupid. So you're probably asking, what do I think about everything that's going on? Honestly, with all the riots and all the looting and all the craziness, I really believe that there are people implanted in the ranks of the protesters causing the issues, once again, devaluating the overall intent of the protest. However, I'm going to keep it real. If I was trying to get on the come up, Man, y'all gonna catch me coming out of the H-E-B or catch me coming out of the Walmart with a cart full of expensive meat and toilet paper. That's right. Toilet paper's still hard to come by, my people. Hard to come by. Mm-mm-mm. Heck yeah. That's how I do it. I mean, what I'm gonna do with a Rolex or some Louis Vuittons or Red Bottom, whatever your young folks talking about right about now. What I'm gonna do with that? You gonna be like that idiot who stole some uh, Tim Duncan's Autograph shoes and try to sell them on let go. Shut the front door, my G. Yeah, ain't happening. Or you're gonna be walking down the street and they're gonna pull you over. Dude, you're broke. Why do you have a Rolex? Yeah, you want to come up. Come with me. You know, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Nah, but you ain't gonna be getting on my porterhouse steaks and my T bones, though. Mm-mm-mm. It's gonna be good for days. It's gonna be good for days. But that's just how I look at it. Now, I. People are just straight up taking advantage of the situation. That's all they're doing, taking advantage of the situation. I know I'm making a little light of it. Yeah, and no, I wouldn't I wouldn't go looting. I don't I have a little bit more self-respect than that. I mean, if some stakes copy to fall in my, my card or something. I don't know. And they were open. <laughs> but seriously, there's this thing called 
here in Texas and there's some other states as well called the Castle Law and trust me when I say people are smart they are doing their looting and they're doing all that craziness in town where it's effectively that they can get away with it you try doing that to someone's home bro you gonna get shot there gonna be people parking dots all over the neighborhood if you don't know what parking dots mean then you better be looting in the wrong area I'm just saying be smart about it so I think it's wrong I think it's stupid and y'all better wake up before Trump makes it to uh, the first empire of, no he but his galactic force anyway the first United States empire of America whatever you want to call it MAGA empire there you go the first MAGA empire Emperor Donald Trump eh? but with that being said I'm done talking I, I, I pretty much beat this this dead horse y'all need to be smart be smart and be aware but before I go I want to give a special shout out to the Miyadis in Jamaica Wagwan. right now I am trending big in Jamaica that's what I'm talking about I'm trending so bad someone called me from Jamaica oh best believe I took my number off of my Facebook site I didn't realize it was up there so hey I appreciate the enthusiasm I appreciate you reaching out I haven't got that big yet but hey just inbox me just inbox me for real um i'm still short a thousand streams at this point I'm, I'm almost there i'm almost there i'm like at 850 something like that right now but i'm almost there and then I, check this out i don't get any money i don't get anything it's just a personal compliment to get a thousand streams that a thousand i don't say a thousand people but people listen to what i was saying a thousand times that that's that means something to me because it means i'm actually reaching out to the masses so please if you like the content and i have older content i have 70 plus podcasts and the biggest one is going to be my 100 podcast i don't know what it's going to be and i'm nowhere close to it right now but when i do get there it's going to be awesome so you know what to do go ahead and subscribe not all my podcasts are political but we got to get this stuff out being the know people because Hey, being uninformed, what's that? That's right, it's a choice. And this is Brian Matthews, your host, Confession of Ugly Black Man, and we're out.